cottage by the orchard The foresight of his family's farm Hey guys, welcome into today's episode. You just heard, you're the very, very first one to hear a preview of one of the songs. I'll do another one or two songs here later in the show as well for this brand new musical that we are gearing up to film here in just a few short weeks. And then we'll be premiering in the spring of 2023 in March. This song specifically is called Love Will Grow and is performed beautifully by one of our cast members named Isabel Vansicle. She plays the character of Lydia, which I will explain here uh, in just a little bit. And then uh, my brother, John, actually wrote this song. So a bit of the backstory on this show, myself and then my main co-writer of over 10 years, Alice Larson Scott, we've written every show that we've done together over the past 10 years. Her and I began writing this show back in, I think it was 2017. It's kind of idea for a Daniel musical had spawned in my heart, uh, maybe a year or two before that. And, you know, I approached Dallas and I said, hey, let's do it. You know, let's, let's pen this show and, and see what the Lord would do. And so we did a, a version of the show then, and uh, it was phenomenal. We had five sold out performances in 2018. It was, it was amazing. And then went back to the drawing board, did some rewrites, brought my brother in. And so myself, my brother, John Rizzo, and then Alice Larson Scott did the script for the show. And then my brother and I wrote the songs together. And that's the first time I had done a co-write on a show. You know, they're from Patmos Musical, The Days of No Musical, which is not released on video, but it is available on Spotify. I had written by myself, but having my brother on this was just incredible, just incredible. And we'll talk more about that in some future episodes. It's a behind the scenes stuff with, with writing these songs. But uh, the song you just heard again, it's called love will grow. And my brother wrote that one and it's, it's going to be a, a showstopper, just a beautiful moment in the show. And I can't wait for you guys to see it, but a bit about this, this story to kind of, you know, prep you and prepare you. And then I'm going to, like I said, play another song or two at the end and, and then also share a way for you guys to be involved with this film with us here at the end. So a bit of the backstory, when when Alice and I began writing this, this show, it was a real struggle because, now I'm just going to speak openly here if this offends you, I'm sorry, but I'm talking as a storyteller. I love the Bible. I love the characters of the Bible. Okay, let's just, let's just, period. That's it. Okay, love it. But the story of Daniel from a storyteller's perspective was really, really difficult. And it was difficult because it's not that interesting of a story when you when you look at the basis of a story, right? Which is someone, your character, who wants something, and then there's all these things that come between him and what he wants. And then, you know, the climax of your musical, the climax of your screenplay, your movie, whatever it is, he either gets what he wants. And everyone lives happily ever after, or he learns an incredibly valuable lesson as he is going through this transformation process and he doesn't get what he wants. And, you know, there's hundreds of movies out there, thousands of movies out there where your, your lead character dies or he sacrifices himself or whatever it is, right? So when you look at Daniel as a character in the Bible, it, it was a real struggle because, you know, he was this seemingly just perfect kid, you know, growing up in Judah, in Israel, in Jerusalem, goes into captivity, which, I mean, can you imagine being a teenager being taken to captivity in a foreign land? And when he gets to that foreign land, he says, 
I'm actually not going to eat these choice foods. I'm not going to drink your wine because I'm consecrated so much to God. And then he begins rising in favor in the court of Nebuchadnezzar as he's, you know, interpreting dreams. And then, you know, the, the last six chapters of the book of Daniel, obviously, I mean, the prophecies are just amazing and, you know, incredible to read and, and try and understand. There's so much there. But when you just look at his life, you know, as a, as a base reality, we really had to kind of, you know, put our brains together and really think through, okay, how can we stay true to Scripture and not change foundational things about the Word of God, which, you know, with all of our shows, we say, hey, we want to remain true to the main and plain of Scripture of what this says in terms of foundational aspects of our faith in Jesus, right? So there's one way to Jesus. There's not many ways to be saved you know, all these other foundational truths that we have in our walk with the Lord. But how can we add some things? How can we make this story a bit more interesting? And so here's what we did. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you an overview of the story to prepare you for what you're going to see this spring and hopefully just kind of get you excited and bring you into our world a little bit as we're in, you know, we're right now we're in three nights a week rehearsals, all kinds of messages, meeting with our staff, meeting with our crew, you know, fundraising, all kinds of fun stuff that, that that's going on. And so our story starts with Daniel, and he deals with insecurity. He's kind of a, a soft-spoken kid. We'll say not a well-spoken kid. Yet there were these prophecies that were given to his parents before he was born that their son would be a prophet, that their son would be unique. Yet everything in his personality, everything in his gift mix says, yeah, he's wicked smart. But he is not a good public speaker. He just does not do well in crowds. And so our show opens with all that he wants is to get married to the girl of his dream. So we have him dating a girl whose name is Lydia uh, as our show opens. And all he wants to do is drop out of school, come home, work the family farm with his dad, and marry the girl of his dreams and live this peaceful, quiet life you know, before, before the Lord. And so as he's gearing up, you know, he just gets engaged to the girl of his dreams when Nebuchadnezzar shows up and, you know, all hell breaks loose and he goes into captivity and he's forced to, to struggle with, I don't want any of this. This is not who I am. All I want is a simple, quiet life. Yet he's put into the court of Nebuchadnezzar and he can't help it. He like sees these dreams and the interpretation of these dreams, and he can't help but speak. And I'm not going to give too much away, but you know, he rises to the court of Nebuchadnezzar in a place of power as other just negative things continue to happen to him. And so as a person, he's just demoralized. He's, he's down in the dumps. There's nothing left in and of himself by the end of this show when he finally surrenders to God. And he says, you know what, if, if this is what you've called me to be, if you've called me to be a prophet, if you've called me to be one who, who sees visions, has visions, interprets dreams and all that, then my life is yours. And it ends with this call, which is the title of the show, that we are living between two worlds. And the finale of the show, I'm probably not going to give that away because it's a, it's a pretty special song. Uh, I'll do a couple other clips here in a second, but the finale of this show really just just gives this call to, hey, this is what I, I dreamt of, but here's the reality that's been dealt to me. And kind of the, the parallel of the two worlds that we have in, in our show is, 
the two worlds are Israel and Babylon, right? So Daniel finds himself caught between those two worlds. He's a son of Israel, yet now he is a son of Babylon. But an even deeper truth that all of us can relate to is we're between two worlds right now, between being seated with Christ in heavenly places, yet our bodies are here on this rock. We're here on this earth. We're we're one with Christ, our body, soul, and our spirit. Our spirit is made one with Christ, yet our body and our soul have lust of the flesh and cravings of this age, right? And we've been justified by, by grace through faith so that no man can boast by his works, yet the sanctification process has us caught between two worlds, right? And that's really the, the main thrust of the show, and, and hopefully it's, it's, a, it's a compelling story. We believe that it is, and we believe it's going to touch many, many people and be able to be related to not just by believers, but even those who don't know Jesus to say, man, he had a really, really rough go of it, and he's still saying yes to faith. He's still saying yes to hope. He's still saying yes to love, even in the midst of everything being you know, violently ripped away from him. And there is hope that, that we are going to find ourselves with Christ in the flesh when this is all said and done. But for right now, our portion is, is to be caught here between two worlds. So a clip I'm going to play for you guys now is from a song called Made for More. And this is Daniel's dad and his mom is in here as well, just encouraging him about his, his gift and encouraging him to stay in school. So this clip is from a song called Made for More. Made for so much more than what a life like mine can give. Your mind is sharp, your faith is strong. These fields will dull them. Will you trust God has called you? Rest and see what he will do. So this clip is from a song called Made for More, um, performed by Nathan Middleton. It was what you just heard there. Nathan is amazing, amazing actor, vocalist, and just brings so much strength to the show, playing Daniel's dad. Next clip I'm going to play for you guys is from a song called The Furnace, which uh, should be pretty self-explanatory of what that is about. This is late in Act 2 when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are about to be thrown into the fiery furnace. I won't get into it now, but we actually, I think, gave a really, really cool representation as to, uh, not representation, I'm sorry, a explanation as to why Daniel was not at the golden image bowing ceremony. So that we know of, you know, because at the ceremony, maybe Daniel was there and he didn't bow, but because he was in good graces with Nebuchadnezzar, he wasn't thrown into the furnace, but many commentators believe that he wasn't there. So if he wasn't there, where was he? So we give a pretty cool explanation, which I'm not going to get into now. But what you're about to hear is when all the people are gathering up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they're preparing to throw them into the fiery furnace. See, you're so Huge shout out to Nate Hunt, who is our music director for the show. He's been with me in almost every single show that I've done as a music director. He uh, writes the harmonies for these songs, just does a fantastic job. And a huge shout out to my brother John for writing this song called The Furnace. So I'll play one more song for you guys here before I let you go. But before we get to that, I want to share with you guys about a way that you can be involved in this film. So we are 
fundraising for this film. My production company, Firelight Creative Productions, is a nonprofit 501c3. So we funded from Patmos our first film through tax-deductible donations of $65,000. So we did that one on a shoestring budget. It's crazy when I tell people how much we did that film for. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. For this second film, we have doubled our budget. We've increased our excellence in several areas. And so our budget for this film is $170,000. Uh, we're currently right around, uh, I think, $63,000. So we need about another, at the time of this recording uh, of this podcast, another $110,000. Now, that might sound like a really, really large number to some of you for, for the film world. That's chump change. Like that's That's nothing at all. But I want to encourage you, if you enjoy the things that we produce, if you enjoy creative works that glorify Jesus, or if you know someone who might be interested in partnering with us in bringing this film and the fundraising goal to completion, uh, would be so grateful if you checked out the link that's in the show comments here. It's givebutter, B-U-T-T-E-R, givebutter.com forward slash firelight, one word. You can check out all the fundraising options that we have there, ways you can become an executive producer on the show, ways you can even come here to Kansas City to be on set with us in just a couple of weeks when we get to film this show, and a couple of other really, really fun things that you guys can get for, for partnering with us. Any gift helps, whether it's 10, 50, 100, 1,000, 5,000, and up from there, uh, we'll be so grateful for your consideration to help us bring this film to completion. So I'm going to leave you guys with a little bit of a clip here from the song called Living Proof. And this is between Daniel and his soon-to-be fiance Lydia. He actually proposes to her at the end of this song. It's one of my favorite songs from the show. Judah Earl did the musical arrangements on this, just did a fantastic job. So this is called Living Proof. When I'm with you, I 